everybody. Welcome to the Frank Cassis show where we talk about everyone's favorite show from the 90s, The Nanny. And today we're diving into season four, talking about three more episodes from season four. I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Larry's here. Hello. And Colleen is here. Hi, everyone. And today we're talking about episodes seven, eight, and nine. And I think I have to kind of recant my words about season four a little bit because i even sneaking ahead a little bit more i was like oh yeah that's a really good episode and that's a really good episode and i don't like the whole take back through line but i have to say there's some pretty good ones and i really love two of the episodes that we're going to talk about one of them eh, not as much but uh but there are some pretty good ones here in this season i i think i forgot <laughs> You were just you just shrouded <laughs> by the take it back. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he's a And the tattoo, we'll talk more about that, but that one is heavily syndicated. That's one that you see on TV all the time. Uh, so I don't know what it is that makes certain episodes get in that. Because I feel like when they syndicate a show, there's like 20 or 30 episodes that just get repeated over and over and over and over again of almost every show. And, uh, and I don't know what it is that makes them pick certain ones for the syndication run, but the tattoo is one that you see pretty frequently. And I feel they never like never air the Christmas special. No, basically erase that from the face of the earth. Yes. Theory. <laughs> right well let's dive in and the first one we're going to talk about is the tax man cometh and so basically in this episode fran finds out that she's getting audited and so she and she's been sneaky on her taxes (laughs) declaring (laughs) dependence and all kinds of stuff and so she ends up trying to win over the auditor and then once she's at the regulator's office she tries to win over him and then you also have jay leno and his dog in this episode and mr sheffield trying to be friends with brighton uh in this episode also and of course he doesn't want to as a teenager be friends with his dad and uh, so yeah, there's kind of a bit going on on this one, but what did you think, Colleen, overall of this episode? This was my least favorite of the three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> you too? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's I feel it's okay. Like it's it fine. was a little cliche about every time I've seen someone get audited on TV, I'm pretty sure that it's a woman who tries to dress provocatively and try to, you know. I know what happened on the Golden Girls, didn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel like it's the same thing. I just feel like it's a little cliched. And I thought the Jay Leno part was a little, it just didn't seem to work for me. Uh, what did you think, Larry? Yeah, it was. It was all right. It was all right. <laughs> yeah, it's my least favorite. It's the one I was, eh. <laughs> uh, but it does have its moments, I would say. And, uh, you have starting out with uh, <laughs> with Maxwell complaining about Chester rubbing up on him. <laughs> and Fran's like, does everyone have to know our business? <laughs> that was kind of funny. I like that joke. And uh, 
what did you think about Jay Leno? His sort of little cameo bit that he does in this. Did you think that was it's funny at all? There for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really just... find Jay Leno that funny, regardless. But I don't know. He didn't have much to do, so kind of like eh. He had, he used to have a couple things. He had a couple things that I used to think were funny. I I used to really like his headlines oh, that he would those do. Do you remember hilarious. that? Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best part of the show. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, that was my favorite. Uh and uh it it was kind of uh, they tried like a little bit of meta humor mm-hmm. where she asks for his autograph in his book and then he's like, "What about this book?" And uh, and it's Fran's book, and and it's like I can't believe they made it into an audio book. <laughs> and he's like, some people find the voice rather soothing. <laughs> that that was kind of funny. I was it was it too meta for? for yeah, <laughs> did you like that, Larry, or too meta too for you? Like, and I wondered, like, with yeah, like, does he have a? I like, I don't know if Jay Leno. I know he's known for his car passion but like yeah is he an animal i mean it could have been anybody who had a dog who showed up in the scene is what i'm saying (laughs) like you could have had any random person you could add a cameo from anybody i guess i just wonder why they picked him of all people i yeah it's (laughs) weird i i don't know if that really is his dog or not i have no idea because bob barker's dog wouldn't be able to get pregnant and that's true there you go yeah so I had to had to be someone who was not a spay that's and neuter true. advocate <laughs> that's, that's true very true uh, <laughs> i i uh, did think it was had some funny moments for cc i liked when she said what is this natural unnatural obsession that maxwell has with his children oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's like i could count on the number of days i spent with my father on one hand <laughs> And Miles says seven. <laughs> Pretty bad, but it's funny. <laughs> I like that. Uh, um, I then then she responds to Niles. She says the laughing at the fact I'm rich and you're cleaning toilets in a suit and a tie with rubber gloves. And then he he touches her face or whatever, which is kind of funny. Um, you have. Uh, <laughs> A lot of attempts by Maxwell to try to be friends with Brighton. He tries to go rollerblading, which that would be so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm the worst rollerblading anyway, but with my parents. <laughs> that helmet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would need it, though, because I'm so bad. I know, but cause... you could get a better one than that. True. True. Um let's see oops I, I did think it was funny my favorite niles joke was he says an annoying yappy dog holding a chihuahua to cc when she's like walks in with the little chihuahua mm-hmm. um that was my favorite like niles line of the episode well and gracie finds the uh the dog's making family as we like to it's our euphemism on the hallmarkies podcast oh my um <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, um, do they and, show that on Hallmark movies? Um, no, it's usually we came up with it uh, when we were talking about Lifetime. Oh, okay, so. <laughs> that makes more making sense. Fa- making family. 
Um, I can't remember when we came. It was way, way, way back when we first started the podcast. Um, no, like, and, I uh, feel like they don't even like allude to that in Hallmark <laughs> movies. How no, scandalous that no, would be. No. Yeah, although some old ones from like uh, from like 2012, if you go back, they actually uh, maybe that's where we talked about it because there are some there are some older ones. There's one called Mail Order Bride that's a little scandal, and then there's also one called Love Is a Four Letter Word, which it's not the like it's PG 13 or whatever, but for when you're watching a Hallmark movie, it's kind of oh, whoa. <laughs> what's happening uh, anyway um yeah uh so nothing as scandalous as this line here when fran says i guess i came too late in chester too early yeah. <laughs> like oh my every yeah. now and then they sneak in some like raunchy little lines into the show and the it shocked they me every do. time a little bit. I did. Right. I laughed a lot, though, actually. I thought it was really funny when she said, Chester, how'd you get your little shirt off? <laughs> I don't know why I thought. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Stupid, but funny. Yeah. I. What do you think of Sylvia and Morty on Let's Make a Deal? <laughs> that was cute. Actually. That was kind of funny. I mean, I, I do find it fun how they, you know thought of a costume to hide his face so you know that is, that's like the running yeah, gag clever. that we never see him so <laughs> and we really didn't even hear his voice because he had like the vader voice decoder on on his costume too but uh yeah i just like seeing her like screaming at the tv <laughs> yeah that was funny uh so then they go to the tax and to regulators office and so they have Rich Little is there uh-huh. as the tax guy. And he was really famous for doing impressions. He would come on shows like The Tonight Show and stuff like that. And he could do like everybody's impressions. And so uh, he's, he has a lot of voice uh, voiceover work in his roles. And yeah, so... There's that. Um, it's kind of I liked I like it when to see Maxwell sort of and Fran working together on things is, is mm-hmm. kind of nice. Mm-hmm. I liked that. Uh, but yeah, most of the jokes as far as her kind of seducing the the auditor, it weren't that funny to me. But well, just uh, like it went over that line of like too much. It was just like too dramatic and ridiculous that it was kind mm-hmm. of like, eh. you know that whole dinner you know whatever i was like what in the world like what's going on yeah so she starts out with a bright yellow and green lemon print dress with a black turtleneck and it has a she has a headband she's doing a lot of headbands this season uh black nylons and then it adds a jacket to it later on and this, this is also that lemon print yeah, and it's Moshery is the name of the designer. I was going to say, I don't know why I didn't notice it until now, but on the DVD picture, she's wearing a headband, too. So, there you go. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah, so on the little disc picture, she is rocking the headband for season four. <laughs> yeah, and then she has a black and yellow checked suit 
with a she's been when she's not using a headband she has these weird hair clips that kind of bump up her hair i'm sure that's why they did it to have be extra high her hair um but this was anna sui is the name of the designer s-u-i and then she has a cocktail dress with a black top and red that's that has black on top and then red this is her seducing outfit uh then has like black fringe and boots black and white boots and that is most chino <laughs> i didn't love that i felt that felt dated to me yeah it's very similar to what she wore with joan collins i felt like Ow. oh yeah yeah wait so this was the black and red dress from Moschino? Yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean it's always something because those little balls added that craftiness you know those little yeah. dangly fringe balls <laughs> added the craft and i was like it's oh wow. yeah. crafty Moschino. yeah i was like oh <laughs> <From> wow <laughs> <sighs> yeah and then the the uh the the outfit in the um in the auditors in the regulator's office uh it was it was interesting it was it had uh, it was hard to describe when I was writing about it, but it was yellow, uh, yellow fabric, and then had an overlay of black fabric with circles down the front, and that was also Moschino. It was like rings holding it together, like yeah. You know. My description was yellow chartreuse black dress with weird buckles. <laughs> <laughs> It was weird. I mean, I didn't hate it, but it was just, I don't know. It, it wasn't quite oh, right God. either, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just, it was strange. Yeah. And then she had a, uh, it was like a brown dress with orange sort of swirls on it um, with a black headband. And this was Plain Swede is the name of the designer. Kind of had a 70s sort of look to it. And then last, uh, she had a white jacket, red shirt, black and white striped skirt with matching belt and a black and white headband. That's what I had written down. So, yeah. Uh, what would you give 1 to 10, Colleen? What would you give this one? Um... I guess, I guess a six point five. What about you, Larry? I was gonna go six point five. Whoa! <laughs> All right, I will agree then. I will also give it a six point five. An affair to dismember, and this I love this episode. So this episode, Nigel Maxwell's brother comes to visit. And Fran's feeling kind of discouraged, and he, uh, she, well, Mr. Sheffield is busy with a play, and he assigns her to help Nigel and take uh, take him around town and everything like that. And they have this kind of whirlwind romance, and uh, and Nigel proposes at the end, and she is debating about what to do. And she leaves a note for Mr. Sheffield on his desk. And she goes, but she can't make it. 
And uh, so she ends up back at the house. And Colleen, what overall did you think about this episode? I liked it. It was a little sad. It was a little Mm -hmm. bittersweet. I thought, I don't care for the brother, but I think that's, I think it's just how he's written. I don't think, I'm not thinking of the actor necessarily Mm -hmm. being bad. I just don't like the writing for the, the brother. I just don't. I get they want to contrast him with Maxwell, but he just doesn't work for me. And I feel well, do you like think it's because we feel sort of protective of like we like Maxwell so much. Yes. It's like, ah, that's what it is, I think. And also, mm-hmm. you know, you knew her heart was not in this. I mm-hmm. also felt too. But I like this episode overall and I thought it was there was some Bee Gees in it, and that made me really uh, happy. Oh so god. <laughs> <laughs> and this comes back in season five the the episode called the best man uh before this episode before the wedding when this all maxwell finds out about all this and it's really good i love the whole arc and uh i don't know what did you think larry about this episode i thought it was all right i i felt like i'm not as big a fan of the three episodes as you are rachel for sure mm-hmm. um but yeah, I mean, it was fun. <laughs> I I really love Fran as an actress in this episode. I think she does a really good job. Uh-huh. And she comes back and she's about to cry, and I think I buy it. I think she did a really good job. Yeah. And when she's putting the the uh, the letter on his desk, and of course, yeah, like like we, you said, Colleen, they have the Bee Gees, Amy Gibb. I was just like, oh, I love Don't throw it all away. I love that song just because of this episode. I'm not kidding. Oh, really? and yeah, no, I, I discovered the song because of this episode. This is I love this episode. And you have uh you have Maggie and she's getting serious with her boyfriend. That's kind of a B plot. Mm-hmm. And this is like a this isn't really a funny episode. This is a character building episode you kind of need some of both for a show you know to to work unless it's like the simpsons where there's not any continuing you know plot or seinfeld or whatever there's really not much continuing plot in those shows but here there's an arc for the characters yeah and i I agree with you that i think she's growing and she's getting to a point where i can't keep doing this you know or what am i gonna do I love him. Yeah. He doesn't love me, or he says he loves me, but he doesn't, and I can't mm-hmm. live like this. And something has to break and, at some point. And he is a good kisser. You can tell Nigel is a good kisser. That goes a long way with Fran. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably would go a long way with me. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, so, uh, so, I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just really love this episode. I. I love when she when he when he gives her the ticket and she's she says, I'm not that kind of girl. And he says, I'm proposing. Says, I am that kind of girl. I love that. Um, and she says, I'm wasting my youth here waiting for Maxwell. And and yeah, so then they have don't uh, don't throw it all away. Andy Gibb. And they have the montage of all the moments with Maxwell and Fran and and then they have the don't rain on my parade Mm -hmm. barbara they're trying to get a cab (laughs) Um, and uh 
I I do always feel a little sad when they have that stock footage of the of the two towers. The twin oh, towers. I brought that I wrote that down. It feels it always makes me it's sad. Weird. Yeah, it's weird to see it. Mm-hmm. It it always that always makes me sad. And there wasn't actually a mention of Mayor Giuliani in this episode. Yes. And I thought, oh how far the mighty have fallen. <laughs> 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 He's made great changes to your fair city. <laughs> he was a good mayor. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> At that time. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody loved him in 9 11. I remember him on Sarah Live. Right. Right after. Um, I liked when Brighton says it's been four years since I could get my hands on a Hagenos bar. Because <laughs> Fran eats them all. That was funny. I also like when Fran gets the diamond necklace and she's like two carrots. <laughs> right. She's like, yeah, I don't know diamonds. And then she like rattles off the cut. <laughs> um, yeah. There were some good Niles lines in this one. Uh, he's, he's feeling kind of sad. And Mr. Sheffield's like, what are you feeling bad about your work? Your whatever. And Niles says, actually, I was wondering why I don't have a social life, but thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> Thought that was funny. And uh, and Cece says, if if, uh, if Maxwell has to take those kids to see Hunchback one more time, she's like, oh, crazy. And he says, uh, <laughs> she says, then why don't you quit? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was one of the lines I had written down, too. <laughs> And it's kind of funny because I don't picture Hunchback as the movie that like kids are dying to see over and over and over again. <laughs> uh, but I could be wrong. But you know, there was also a hilarious joke when he tells Nigel that Cece is Fran's mother. That was really funny. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> Uh, and then he also says, good things come to those who wait unless they wait too long and let them slip between their nancy pansy fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Which made me laugh. Um, we, the, uh, <laughs> I liked also when Francis to, to, to uh, uh, Niles, what are you caught in a butler draft? <laughs> that was funny. So there were some there were some jokes in this one, but I just thought Fran did such a good job. I really did, and I just love her putting that letter on. It's so good. But let's talk about the fashion. So she starts out green turtleneck, long. It's a long shirt uh, with these multicolored pants and a headband, and then she has a black dress with a that's called they call it uh on the um what fran wore chain mail dress it's called <laughs> uh with like an overlay i love and that. Yeah. yeah i really like that <laughs> how did we feel about her hair with that outfit it wasn't it was, very high it wasn't no, very it i was, guess she's supposed to be kind of depressed yeah so maybe that's why they didn't make it too high Um, but that was Paco Rabanne, I guess, is the name of the designer. Um, and then she has tie-dye, long sleeve, green dress, black nylons, and a headband. 
and I forgot to write down who that is, but um, there's that. That's when she's with Val. And then she has a black cocktail dress, black nylons, boots, and then this pink leopard uh, long jacket. What did you think of that? Did you like that, Larry? I mean, the jacket was kind of tacky, but uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, it was okay. I kind of liked it. I, yeah. I, mean, I like the bright colors on her. And I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool and different without, uh, I don't know, without being like weird to me. It was, it was like a normal jacket, but just had like a different print. So I kind of liked it. What do you think, Colleen? I liked it too. I thought it was, it wouldn't have worked with any other color, but black in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought it brought out, (laughs) brought out the color. I was already bright enough, but I feel like that contrast was cool. Yeah. And then she has a orange and brown print, like multicolored print pants with an orange shirt and orange headband. It's kind of like a orange version of the outfit from the beginning of the show. Um, so I know I'm going to be way higher on this one than you two, but I, I love this episode, especially combined with the best man episode, which I also love. Um, I'm going to give this one a nine. I just knew watching it. I was like, it's not Maxwell, but there's so many kisses in here that Rachel's going <laughs> to go, go, go for it. <laughs> yeah. So I give it a nine out of 10. I loved it. I do. So what about you, Colleen? I'm going to say 8.5. Cause I thought it was really well done. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Larry? I'm going 7.5 okay all right (laughs) i'm teasing okay last one is tattoo so this is one where uh, we find out that fran got a tattoo in high school and uh, her mother is horrified because you cannot be buried in a jewish cemetery with a tattoo and mr sheffield gets very excited about the idea of fran having a tattoo and so that's the main thrust. Maggie wants a tattoo. And so that's how it all gets started. Uh, Colleen, what do you think overall of this one? Oh, I love this one. I think it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. The ending. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. The ping pong part. I cannot <laughs> believe my eyes. I hadn't seen it in years. Yeah. <laughs> I, this... I, I like this. And I, yeah. I don't know about you guys. I don't know if this is controversial, but I am a tattoo person. So uh-huh. I have four. I don't know if you Oh, you have that. four? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> when did you get yours? Not not at 18. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got my first one around, oh, six, maybe, 2006-ish. Oh, I was like six. I was like, okay. Some real liberal parents there, huh? No, 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 no. I was in my 30s. <laughs> um have you ever regretted it nope i have so i have a little shamrock on my upper back near my on my left side near my shoulder Uh i have it's only like two inches maybe and then i have um a foot tattoo which is like a vine Uh and then i have one on my left arm on the inside on the lower part of my arm it's like another floral thing and then i have i don't know how to put it nicely but i have a on the back lower back you know uh-huh. what those are called right 
yeah (laughs) (laughs) another floral one (laughs) um that one hurt the most that was extremely painful none of them are large though the largest is like three inches wide yeah so i know that sounds classy i know people have like a like a desire though so do you still get that desire where you're just itching for a tattoo after you get the first one you know what? I had it. The last one I got was probably about eight or nine years ago now. And I did have the desire for a couple of years after, but not lately because now I'm thinking, ooh, <laughs> never. <laughs> but um, I will admit the back and the actually the foot hurt a lot too. You know, on the bone there. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no fat there to protect. It hurt. On the outside of my foot, it's on my right foot. So you look at my foot's on the outer. And now, actually, that one's longer. That's skinny, but longer. It's probably about four inches long, maybe. And mm-hmm. but that that hurt <laughs> a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, I don't think yeah. don't judge me. I love them. No, I, I, love I them. I'm not. I'm not judging anybody. I know you're not. I uh, <laughs> I I think uh, <laughs> I, I have to say my mother would be like Sophia. My mother would freak. I'm sure. A lot of families she would be would. very upset if I ever got one. But I don't think they're that big of a deal. I, I'm not horrified by the idea of tattoo. I just my 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 sister in law actually has a lot of tattoos. And she she said that uh not that I was ever considering it, but she just said one time that if, if anybody's ever considering getting a tattoo to uh to basically have uh like wear a sticker for like a month and if you don't get sick of it then okay like that uh that uh you know it's just a long time so i've always been curious to know if you do kind of get tired of it or you wish you hadn't done it your younger siblings haven't dabbled in tattoos my younger siblings um to my knowledge no i guess you wouldn't really know with your sister right because she's overseas both of my sisters are actually overseas. So they're a little um, bit as, harder to, to know. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I know, no, but I I really, I I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I really don't know. And my brother, I don't think so. Either of my brothers. <laughs> um, but who knows? I <laughs> think they could. I don't know. I so. just sent you guys a live. I just sent you a picture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, my I'm dad actually, my dad actually did tattoos. Like he, he's oh. an artist that would do them. So he would, oh, def- he would have definitely done one. But I just have never had the desire. Yeah, I um, I am the only one of my siblings to have one. Have a couple, mm-hmm. but my niece has, I believe, at least one. And I'm not sure about the rest, but I won't rule it out with some of the other kids in my family. Mm-hmm. But. I am definitely, I was definitely the most rebellious one of the six of us. Mm-hmm. And being the youngest, I kind of could get away with some stuff. Although, like I said, I didn't do this till I was much older. <laughs> so, I think those look nice. Yeah. I think they look classy. They're not bad. I mean, that's a bad angle and the lighting's bad, but you get the idea. <laughs> well, much better than whatever it was with Fran. Because she says that it's something to do with Danny. So it's probably oh. really bad. But... Uh, <laughs> But it was hidden enough. I don't know. I would never, I don't know, get a tattoo on my butt, though. No way. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. There's just certain areas that you're like, okay, I mean, if you want it, sure. But uh, no. 
the butt yeah. seems like one of those areas that you just be like huh i don't know Nothing. yeah <laughs> but sylvie is so hilarious when she's like sticking her head in the oven and being so funny ridiculous are these crab cakes done yet <laughs> Yeah, and then she's like, remember when we were going to audition for Jesus Christ Superstar at Hadassah? <laughs> she's like, that should have been your first clue. That whole thing, though, with the oven, it looked like those crab cakes were on a plate. I Yeah, know, they were. I, know. Yeah. I was like, that's not oven. Like, that's not a pan. Right. Yeah. <laughs> also, part of me was like, I mean, I hope they're done. Otherwise, she legit... Uh, just put her head into an an oven that's on and operating currently. Yeah, right. Um, and she would have burned her fingers. Yeah, that big hair would have been inflamed uh, <laughs> if she had put it in that oven while it was going. But you know, the the joke was still funny. But you just have to move past the like. Wait, yeah. Why would you put a plate in the oven? Uh, <laughs> was this the one where she was eating an eclair and saying, "I'm depressed" or "I'm so upset"? I'm sick to my I, stomach. The yes. fact that he's eating an, an, an eclair of all things. I don't know why that's Oh, my crazy. God. Uh, that, well, that reminds me of the last episode, too, where she walks in with that, like, what was that, an apple fritter? And Fran is like, oh, you brought me an apple fritter. <laughs> She's like, uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think it was this episode where she's talking about being, like, so sick to her stomach. And she has that eclair. Yeah. And she's sitting there just eating it. <laughs> Oh, no, it was the first episode because she was watching herself. She was watching the game show on the first episode and saying she was sick to her stomach while she was like chomping down this eclair. <laughs> but, uh... Well, Mr. Sheffield is very turned on by the tattoo. Yeah. But first, I did love when Niles has the secret and he's uh, he's not supposed to tell and his little impression of <laughs> Fran when he does charades. That was kind of funny. Yeah. Miss Fine. Uh, and uh and when he says to when Niles says to Sylvia, would you like more, Sylvia? And she's like, what did we just meet? Yeah. <laughs> then we go back to that plastic surgeon in the mall. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and but I thought Maxwell was really funny in these scenes. He's kind of looking, where is the tattoo? <laughs> oh my gosh! And he kept slipping up with his words and everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we had that Val yeah. joke where she's like, "I thought it was higher up on your tush," and she was like, "It was now." Yeah. It- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I I liked the joke. That Sylvia says that I don't care about how he lifted Aunt Lottie's boobs. <laughs> On the plus side, she doesn't have to wear shoulder pads oh anymore. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was a good one. And, uh, uh, so they decide to go to Bermuda for the weekend. And there's a little bit of flirting going on there. Hey, how did y'all feel about that crack joke? Um, from the surgeon. Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't write it down, so obviously oh I didn't gosh. love it. Oh, but my, oh no. my gosh, this I is... didn't care for that character, John Aston. I just too much. Like what in the world? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I I liked it when she says to Fran, "It's like when we date a guy and find out he drives a Sarah Lee truck." 
<laughs> I was like, oh yeah. I did think it was kind of funny though with the little um the tattoo artists selling them ID. Yeah. <laughs> Which if your ID have IDs, <laughs> then you're gonna have to buy some. Yeah. And then let me check your ID. Okay, okay. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, yeah, I liked that. <laughs> um so yeah, they're sort of flirting in Bermuda. And then she, she's like, let me work this walk and all this stuff. And then she goes up to Gracie and Gracie says, sometimes I wish, uh, I worry that things are going to change. And so that's when Fran kind of has a second thought about getting her swimsuit. And, uh, and she says, I don't think it's the right time for us to take a swim. I was yeah. mad. I, Gracie ruined it perfectly, totally, like, oh, <laughs> potentially no. awesome moment. No, I was like, Gracie putting that hard block on. Okay. I know. We could have had at least a kiss. Oh. Well, and then you get that ping pong scene. And you're like, y'all oh, might as well God. have done it. The tension is too much. Gracie oh, will be fine. No. <laughs> Gracie scene. will be just fine. I promise. I know. Do you <sighs> think they keep things... For another basically two years practically yeah. before it's so long like come on <sighs> <sighs> um but yeah the ping pong scene what did you did you think it was funny or too much be that we heard colleen loves it <laughs> it was funny it was a lot though but i was like what? i think it's funny <laughs> Again, every now and then, they just kind of go there on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. They're like, whoa. <laughs> this is definitely, yeah. I mean, particularly his uh, finishing shot, if you will, bouncing off of her like that was the part. And then them both collapsing was the part that I was just like, whoa. <laughs> this, this like, metaphor euphemism is a lot. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's like, then they need to swim more than ever. Yeah, I was like, I mean, might as well get in the pool now. <laughs> but, uh-huh. I don't know. I was uh, like, I, he didn't, I mean, it would have been kind of a fun callback for him to sing that song again. What was his song? Uh, his oh, tale. yeah, the Hey Georgie Girl. He should have kind of sang Hey Georgie or like, you know, hummed it while they were walking to get their food afterward. <laughs> yes. I think that would have been a cute callback, but. Yeah, and it was in, um. She has sings. It's one of Barbara's songs that she. Um, that's just that's her tell. I forget what it was, but. Um, Evergreen or I something was like, like who that. Wants, like two full meals or whatever because what, they were like pizza and Chinese. I was like, oh my god, like <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, maybe, but I don't, are you in the mood for all that like, right now? I don't know, but. <laughs> yeah. So this one had a lot of fashion. Uh, she starts with these black and white kind of plaid pants with a black top with a fur collar and cuffs, silver buttons, white headband. There wasn't that much. I can find designers on much of this, but. I like the pants. Yeah. I was like, I really yeah. thought this was cute. It was pretty basic, but it was really cute to me. I, yeah, I really liked the pants and the jacket was cute too. So I liked it. And and then in the flashback scene, she has this off red off sh- the shoulder shirt with a black tank underneath and a black leggings. And so I guess that was their attempt to be like, uh, what the eighties? Jennifer um, Beals. 
flesh dance. Yeah. Um, and then a black pants with this kind of multicolored triangle shirt, a uh, yellow headband, and that was guest jeans. Oh. Yeah. Really? I know. <laughs> I didn't care for that. Um, I, I like that fine. Right, it was okay. Um, and then she has a blue turtleneck with a blue headband, print, and then a print pants and a white coat. This is what she went to the doctor in, right? The... Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I didn't like that little turtleneck. Uh, mm. I don't know. The fabric yeah. was just kind of off. It almost looked like corduroy the way it kind of had those little columns in the fabric. I don't know. It's I, ribbed. I wasn't a it looked yeah, cheap. It, was ribbed. Like it, it looked. Yeah. It looked. Um, it just looked like any any retail. I felt like it wasn't. I just. I like her better in bright colors than light colors. I think she looks better. Yeah, I wasn't. Bright I wasn't colors. a fan of this light pastel bluey sky mm-hmm. type of thing. No. Yeah. Yeah. And then she has this orange top with matching pants with this green and purple dots on it with the orange headband uh, that she's out at the pool with. Um, And uh, yeah, and then she has finally a blue skirt, blue jacket. That's when she uh, has the, uh, (laughs) that she's gotten the tattoo off. And, which I've heard is very painful. Yeah, if you I get it removed. There's actually a I don't know if they're still in business, but there is a place out here called Doctor Tadoff. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's like a bit. It's like a chain. I don't know if they're still around, but they were around. They're where you pay to. I mean, it's expensive and it's yeah, very painful. Mm-hmm. Apparently, yeah. She has blue headband and blue nylons and white boots. Those nylon boot combo killed me. Oh my gosh, those blue tights were just too much. And then with those white go-go boots, I was like, oh gosh, no, I don't, I, I don't like it. <laughs> the top was fine, just that bottom was horrible to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Did so you like the blue nylons, Colleen. No, but I like the go-go boots. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I Not would together. have liked the the like white boots if we just ditched those. I mean, yeah, I don't know those bright because they were bright and bold blue. Like it wasn't. Oh gosh, it was just just like, yeah. I, I mean, just like if you want to go full on sixties or seventies, just take out the the nylon and just have yeah bare leg, and it would look better. Do you think you could rock those, Rachel? Mm-hmm. Those nylons? Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I I struggled oh, no. so well, we we had to wear nylons on my mission. Oh. And, and it was just even just to wear them at all was such a struggle. I just got runs almost every day. I went through I'd hate to know how much I spent on nylons. <laughs> it was brutal. And <laughs> oh, so would I. They're they they're so difficult and i mean i don't even like the look of them really but they're such a pain in the neck to wear i i could not wear them like fran does do you remember the last time you wore nylons i i think it's probably been two years uh, or more that i wore actual nylons um i mean yeah at least that long if not more i mean i think i've worn tights which are thicker and don't run the way that nylons run probably it's but still been 
it's been a while since I even wore tights. I don't think I have a pair that I even own anymore. Um, but, uh, but yeah, <laughs> once maxi dresses came along, it was over. It was a done deal. It was over. No more tights needed. <laughs> yes. Because they go all the way down to the ground. Yes. <laughs> I could just throw wear knee high. Yeah. Or you could throw on your, or yeah, go without it, throw on your sandals, depending yep. on what you're going. Uh, yeah, I mean, I always say that maxi dresses are like nightgowns with style because they're <laughs> so comfortable. That's your that's your clothing item of choice, Rachel. Oh, I love maxi dresses so much. They are so comfortable. They are the most comfortable item of clothing, I think. I mean, they are just the best. So, yeah, I've the I have this site called them um, uh, sealed with a kiss designs. That do plus size, uh, really cool, trendy plus size clothes for very reasonable prices. And they have a whole line of maxi dresses. And I love their clothes so much. And I have probably, I probably have six to eight of their maxi dresses. Oh, wow. <laughs> they're so comfortable. They're light. They're cotton. Uh, they look really good on me. So. <laughs> I am favorite. all about that life. If you find a brand that makes a product, yeah. just get it in the different colors, get it in the different yeah. designs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you know you like it and it feels good, go for yeah. it. I have it in black, in purple, <laughs> in blue, in green. <laughs> it's the best. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway. Well, so I I really like this episode. It's really funny, I think, and has some nice Fran and Maxwell moments. Even if it's not a kiss, I still really like it. Um, so I'm going to give this one an 8.5. What about you, Colleen? I'm going to give it a 9. Yeah. All right. It's a really good one. It's classic. Uh, what about you, Larry? I'm going to go with an 8.5 as well. All right. Okay, good. Well, let us know if you're listening what you think of these three episodes. Are they three of your favorites? Uh, we'd love to hear in the uh, comment section or on Twitter. Let us know. And you can find us at FrankCast14 on Twitter. And Larry, where can people find you? You can find me on YouTube as well as Instagram and Twitter, all at LC Screen Talk. Great. And Colleen? I am on uh, Twitter and Instagram at L-E-L-E-44094. And our FranCast Instagram is FranCast1993. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. And then also make sure you're following the Hallmarkies podcast. We have been producing so much content over there. It's, it's unbelievable. Great interviews, great recaps of all the Hallmark movies, Lifetime, Netflix, everything for the holidays. So please take a look over there. We'd really appreciate it. We also have our patron group, which is a lot of fun. And we have our merch store, which we have two uh, Frankcast designs up on the at the uh, uh, the merch store. So you want to take a look at those designs. You'll really enjoy them. And uh, so thank you so much. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you all next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.